that famous uh, Christmas carol, Bing Crosby, made possible. I'm bringing them a wet Christmas, y'all put it out there. They came through. Boy, it's man. Called my granddaughter, Madeline, early yesterday morning. She's eight years old. I said, Madeline, get your rubber boots on. I'm putting on my rubber boots. We're going to go stomping the pasture down in Grand Hall and we'll have some fun in the water. Amazing here at Christmas time. The frogs were croaking. <coughs> Crawdads were out. She had a little toy that we ran down the stream there at the house and it would go and get caught. She wanted to put it on the concrete pipe that goes underneath Mom and Dad's driveway. She said, that'll make it. I said, okay. I said, if it don't, we'll get it. It got stuck. <laughs> we had tears just a little bit. Papa crawled in the pipe. <laughs> Knowing that there were frogs and crawdads, I was thinking, could there be a snake out there? <laughs> but we freed the little, whatever it is. I can't remember the name. But I can't remember all the names. I'm glad you're here this morning. I'm going to share about prophecy, revelation, and faith. Passage that I read earlier from Ephesians is a reminder that Paul prayed for the people he passed, and I pray for you. You will be blessed. Prophetic word of God, that God will give you revelation, that God will give you faith. The very fact that we're here this morning is the fact that God's already done it. There are millions of people that don't know what you They that don't know the prophecy has been fulfilled. They don't know the sign like you do. God's given you great favor and you great faith. I pray you'll continue to do that, not only in 15, but as we enter into a new year. I pray that God will give you a revelatory knowledge of His Son Jesus, new freshness of the Spirit. I'm going to read to you from the Christmas story. It's about 40 days after Jesus' birth. We're going to read it in Luke, the second chapter. So I'm going to begin reading there in verse 22. It's rather lengthy, but I want you to listen to it. I'll slow down, I'll stop, call, I want you to receive it. So here I go with Luke, the second chapter, verse 22. Now when the days of her purification was married, according to the law of Moses, was completed, they brought him, Jesus, to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens the wounds to be called holy unto the Lord. Jesus was Jewish. They were following the Levitical law. You can read that in Leviticus, the 12th chapter, right in there. So we know that the purification was of 40 days for the female. The girl was born, it was 80 days. So they bring Jesus, but he's probably a month and a half old or so, to offer a sacrifice according to what is said of the law of the Lord. There are turtle doves and two young pigeons. Verse 25, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. Notice the description that he gives of him because it's a description of things we need to know about in order to receive prophecy, the Spirit of God, revelation, and favor from God. We can learn from this man. Behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was a just man. He was devout. He was also waiting. His power of waiting. His waiting involved prayer and anticipation of God's presence. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon us. That's important. You and I need the Holy Spirit to be upon us as we begin the new year. And it has been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ, Messiah. So he came by the Holy Spirit into the temple. 
And when the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, Simeon took him up in his arms, and he blessed God, and he said, Lord, now you are letting your servant, your servant, part in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation. I just want to remind you before I read on, brothers and sisters, you've seen the salvation. Those of you who are born again, you know him as the Messiah. You know him as your Savior. The Holy Spirit revealed him to you. According to the word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles, that would be us, and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, it's a three-part prophecy. Pretty tough for a young mother to receive some of this people. Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary's mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and the rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul. He's still talking to mom. That the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Then it tells us that there was a lady by the name of Anna. She was a prophetess. And there was one Anna prophetess, the daughter of Kamuel, of the tribe of Asher. Asher was one of the sons of Jacob. She was of a great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow. She's about 84 years old, who did not depart from the temple, but she served God with fastings and prayers night and day, as was the custom of those times of prayer. She was faithful to it. She came to the temple with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks. Another powerful thing that we needed in 2015. You're going to need to be grateful people and thankful people in 2016. It can change your attitude toward the circumstances. So when they had performed all of this, and coming in an instant, she gave thanks to the Lord, and she spoke of him to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. So she witnessed about Jesus. So when they had performed all the things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city of Nazareth, and the child grew, became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. I love this story. It's kind of intriguing because the quote, official priests didn't know he was the Messiah. They didn't recognize him. And so God gave prophetic revelation about Jesus to two unofficial prophets by the name of Simeon and Anna. Why did God choose them? That's the question too. Is God favored you and given you prophetic revelatory knowledge about Jesus? And the answer is, he has. I want to talk about Simeon, some things we can learn from him and from Adam, and also just remind you of the sermons that Dick and I preached for the last few weeks. I've shared just several cases through the holiday. Words of marriage, a very young teenager. I'll say that to encourage our youth. We know she was a very young teenager, but one of the most powerful faith statements in the Bible was when Mary was given favor by God and said, you is going to be born this child. But it never would have happened if she had not said, be it unto me according to your word. I'll receive this knowledge that you've given me. 
Lead unto me according to your word until this young teenager makes that statement and believes that with God nothing shall be impossible. I say that because we give you an age range that God can use anyone. Teenagers, children, 84 year olds and older, like Miss Hayden, he used as a servant of his for all these women to use. I have said the statement that I'm about to give you, and I've learned from it. It is a challenge for me, so I repeat it often. I didn't come up with it. I heard it in the sermon many, many years ago at every church I passed. I repeat it from time to time. So you've heard it before. Here's the statement. Each of us, each of us has as much of God as we want. Each of us has as much of God as we want. Part of it's up to us. We see this in Simeon and Adam and Mary. They believed God. They trusted God. They wanted God. They waited on God. They served God. Remember, I often quote to Luke 11 13. I thought about this as I was reading this this week. Simeon. This is kind of a side note, side fact. Luke 11 13. Y'all heard me say this often. How much more shall my heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? I hope you ask God to give the Holy Spirit in 2015, and I hope you continue to do it in 2016. We learned from these three some powerful things that will help us receive prophecy, receive revelation, and receive faith in God. Age does not matter to God. For those who want to serve him, they can serve him. Anna was a widow. Eighty-four years of age. She had been a widow for many, many years. She still chose to continue to serve God. We've got many people in our church. As I pastor people through the years, I get some of the best blessings from watching people get through the struggles and things of life, but just keep serving God faithfully. Some of you that are young, like me, know what I'm talking about. That was a little humor there. And this vision here, and I just mentioned this too, that it doesn't matter male or female. God gives to these two unofficial prophets and what I want this one here. Women prophets are mentioned both before and after the coming of Christ. Miriam is mentioned in the Bible, the sister of Moses and Adam. Deborah, Paul in the life of Shalom, and, and then this Anna here at Christmas time. And, and then even in the New Testament, right in the book of Acts, it mentions Philip the evangelist. He has four daughters who are prophets. Remind you of the prophecy of Joel that was fulfilled in Acts 2 and is still being fulfilled today. God said in Acts 2 17 that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams. And all my men servants and all my maid servants, economic status doesn't matter, I will pour out my spirit on those days and they shall prophesy. It is intriguing to me that only to them, these two, that God revealed his promise of the coming Messiah. Bear in mind that there were other people in the temple, but God chose these two, these two people, all, all others there, to reveal his plan. God revealed his message of peace to them, hope and love and joy and peace. We like the candle and the Christ candle. We have this revelation for not. Simon was looking for Jesus. You want Jesus in your life, you need to look for him. You need to seek him. He'd been promised that he wouldn't die until he had seen the Christ. 
So when he finally discovered the child, this was the highlight, not just for this day, but this was the highlight of his life. Is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ a highlight of your life? And when he finally sees Jesus in this, says, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. It was as if he was saying, Okay, God, I've seen the Christ. I'm ready to die now. Open up the grave, roll out the grass. I'm content now. I'm ready. Y'all, you and I have also been given that information. We know it's important in the man wants to die and after this is the judgment. But in Christ, we are content. You and I have been given this prophecy. You and I have been given this revelatory knowledge of the Son of God. We're ready. And it's great opportunity. Jesus Christ highlighted of your life. Certainly God was at the center of Hannah's life. She was constantly in the temple day and night. She was known for her fasting, for prayer. She was always worshiping God. It mentions that Simeon, he was not particularly an important man, but he was known as a man of righteousness. He was known as a devout man. Being devout meant that for him, God was at the center of his life. Is God at the center of your life? Those people who keep God at the center of life, they receive promise. They receive revelatory information of the Son of God. God will bless you in favor. He honors those things. He did in this year. And here again, Anna, as she goes to the temple, she's fasting in prayer. She's always worshiping God. Anna was a servant, the Bible tells us. Are you a servant? Anna had a thankful heart. Are you thankful? She learned to see people in circumstances through the eyes of the merciful and gracious God. The scripture says that Anna was serving night and day. She remained in a state of readiness for opportunities the Lord to use for a gift. God expects the same from us and desires to use the same for us. So are we like animals and that we're in a state of readiness for opportunities to serve God? Just like Jesus, she saw the purpose to serve and not be served. Although she was 84. Verse 37 says that she served night and day with fasting and prayers. How is your prayer life to be in? Your fasting and prayer for God in 2015. Well, God want you to continue that in 2016. I promise you, we a prayer life matters. Notice the emphasis placed on fasting and prayer for her as a significant type of service in the eyes of God. Just side note, the enemy said he would not have us think it is the least form of service of what he would want us to think. Y'all, the battle is awful. Anna serves as an example because she was continuously seeking, asking, and entreating the Lord on behalf of others. She truly esteemed others more highly than herself. What do we learn from Mary? What do we learn from Simon? What do we learn from Anna? They had prepared themselves to receive God's blessings and promises of prophecy, of revelation, and of faith. I encourage you, we've already begun the Christian year, we've been in it a few weeks ago, but now we're getting into 2016. Prepare yourself to receive God's blessings. Desire the moment. Let prayer and fasting, let serving God be a part of your life. Because when God sees that in people's lives, 
He brings prophetic word to us. He does bring revelation to us. And He does bring the Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, come to choir saying, Holy Ghost, who wanted to come? Each of us has as much of God as we want. I hope that, however your relationship was with Jesus in 2015, in 2016, you want more. He gives it to those who want more. Promise, revelation, and faith. Be unto me according to your word. Take your word and bless this. I receive it. I want it. I pray to you. I come to you. Do you want more of God in 2016? Then get more of Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for these two in the Bible that talk about how to receive more of who you are. God, you want to give us a prophetic word. You want to give us revelation. You desire to give us faith. Lord, help us to receive this word this morning. Help us to walk more who you are. We bless you this day and pray. We thank you, Jesus. It is Christmas. And it's Christmas year round. We love you and thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.